So um, this afternoon, uh, I'll just say a few words uh, as an introduction. We're going to begin um, kind of unfolding a, a thread of meta practice, which has been mentioned a little bit. Some of you are familiar with it. So before I guide the practice, just a, a few uh, words of introduction. Um, so meta, M-E-T-T-A. Often translated as loving kindness, as some of you may be familiar with it, as loving kindness practice. Um, more precisely, the translation more precisely means uh, goodwill or unconditional friendliness. Uh, these are um, one of my uh, Pali scholar friends uh, translates it as a loving intention. I really like that as well. You know, we can go. We can say a friendly intention. Yeah, it's a really a beautiful translation because it kind of uh, both gets that energy of friendliness, um, but also that meta is an intention. Yeah, and we can also say in the language of the. Um, the language that we've been using on the retreat here, it's a way of relating, a way of looking that we can cultivate, that we can develop. And so, um, yeah, this intention of goodwill, of friendliness, and um, something that is developable, cultivatable, something that we can nourish, that we can grow, And kind of the way um, meta practice is usually taught is uh, through the use of uh, phrases that carry the intention. Yeah. So phrases such as, you know, wishing uh, oneself or another happiness or peace yeah, or safety. This is a, a, a very common way of uh, practicing metta. Um, and so it involves these phrases as a vehicle. Uh, it also involves um, different beings. Yeah? So we kind of bring to mind, bring into awareness, bring to heart-mind, we should say, <laughs> bring into awareness um, a particular person or being in our lives. Yeah. Might be someone that we know well, might be someone that um, we don't know well, but that evokes quite easily that, that flavor of that friendly intention. It's important to say that it's not the only way of practicing metta. This is kind of how it's most commonly taught. Uh, but if we go back to the texts, um, when the Buddha gives instructions about the cultivation of metta, he says, yeah, fill a quarter of the world with the intention of metta, and then fill the second quarter, and the third quarter, and the fourth quarter. Yeah. So it's a more of like a radiating of a particular um, attitude, yeah, way of looking. And I like to offer... And when I give an introduction, I like to say both of these because it gives us the sense 
that like with all practice here too, we can bring some creativity and some playfulness. Yeah, so that the practice works for us. Yeah, for each of us. So, um, you might feel that a more appropriate vehicle for you than phrases, than sentences, uh, might be an image or a felt sense. Yeah. You might find that it's actually uh, easier for you to just radiate it out. Yeah. Rather than focus it on a particular uh, being. So I'm just putting all that out there uh, today as we introduce the practice so that we know there's that possibility. It can also really be helpful with this cultivation of metta and similarly with compassion, with joy, with equanimity, which are sister qualities to metta. Um, can be helpful to... Uh, have this sense of, as we cultivate something, we're slowly building up yeah, that capacity to go wider and wider. Yeah. So we start with what is easy, with what is natural, with what is immediate for us. Yeah. That might be um, someone in our lives yeah, for whom it's very, kind of very natural to feel that quality. For many of us, it might be our pets. <laughs> it's much easier with a non-human realm sometimes rather than the human realm, yeah, much more simple. Might be our pets, might be the sheep in the field, might be the, the cows in the other field, might be the rabbits or the birds, whatever. That's all, you know, that's all wonderful. Yeah. So we start with what is easy and we build up gradually. Yeah. So then we might include ourselves, we might include uh, slowly nat- neutral people, yeah. and then kind of a wider and wider uh, sense of who is included. And we each have a slightly different journey with this. I, I keep repeating that, but it's really, really helpful to remember. So, as I said, the, the, where you direct it uh, might be different to how I'm going to guide it. And that's really fine. And if you already have an established uh, meta practice that works for you, Follow your own guidance. Yeah, don't don't feel like you need to follow my instructions. Um, it's just a suggestion. Uh, you might use different phrases than I offer. Yeah, you might, as I said, use an image or a felt sense rather than a phrase. Yeah. All of that is um, is really helpful, and, and really remembering the sense of the building up uh, image that's used in the tradition. It's like building a fire. Yeah, we start with uh, kindling, yeah, with what will catch fire quickly. Yeah, and we slowly add the bigger pieces, yeah, that need kind of some flame to already be there. Sometimes, um, because of uh, the language and because of the intention, a few things can happen, yeah. Because we use things like loving kindness, you know, friendliness. Uh, we might have a sense of, I need to feel a particular range of emotions, yeah. I need to feel warm-hearted, I need to feel friendly, yeah. Uh, sometimes that will happen as we practice. If it does, it can be a very beautiful, freeing experience. Enjoy it. Yeah, really let yourself immerse in it. Um, if it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that something is wrong. Yeah? 
This is where remembering this is a, a cultivation of intention can be really helpful. Yeah, so we have that intention for an attitude of friendliness. Yeah. But it might not always manifest in our emotions. Yeah. And yet, as we keep just, you know, gently at our own pace, cultivating the intention, then we're building up yeah, that skill, we're building up that inclination uh, of the mind to go towards that kind of frequency of metta. And saying that, sometimes it might not be the right practice for you right now. <laughs> yeah. So if we're doing a metta session here in the hall and it just feels like, you know, you're, 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 you're getting the opposite. <laughs> it really happens. People sometimes say to me, God, every time you said a phrase, that was so annoying. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not something wrong. If it gets to that sense of, no, actually what's coming up is the opposite and it's getting quite strong, let it go. Go back to the sound or to the breath or to whatever practice is um, is helpful and appropriate for you at that time. Yeah. Conditioned beings, lots of conditions, so not putting too much pressure on ourselves or on the practice. And it's really helpful to remember what I call the meta-meta. Yeah, that's that's where it comes in. M-E-T-A, <laughs> that kind of meta. Meta, yeah. The big picture meta, which is to do what's appropriate, to do what's kind. Yeah, in the moment, which might be letting that practice go and doing something else. Um, So really helpful to remember that. We're interested to try, interested to give it some energy, but if there's too much resistance, we put it down. Um, And the same thing within the practice as we move between categories. For some of us, it might be uh, very... uh, natural and um, healing to bring metta to ourselves. For others, it can be incredibly difficult. Yeah, So gradually developing that, not putting too much pressure. Yeah? Ultimately, what's significant in this practice is where it go- is that it's going. <laughs> yeah, But the intention is going, not where it goes to. Yeah, Because it's moving through this heart-mind-body anyway wherever it's being directed externally. So really remembering that. Uh, don't need to feel like we need to, to get it yeah, for that person or this person or ourselves. Um, two more things and then we'll go to the practice that I find important. And I'm trying to say everything now so that we don't need to speak too much about it in the next days. Um, one is uh, that sometimes we, we start with a practice and, and we really kind of get into it, and then we think, okay, I'm going to fix that really uh, dysfunctional relationship in my life. I'm going to bring metta to that person that's really difficult for me uh, to bring metta to, a really challenging relationship. Remember the fire building. (laughs) Patience. It's what matters again is that the metta's flowing through, less where it's going, knowing that with time, yeah, it is limitless. It is limitless. And it is possible with time to bring it to more difficult relationships. But we need to go at the right pace 
for us. And a lot of patience and gentleness there, not pushing, not rushing, yeah, cultivating, growing um, this quality, this intention uh, in us. And related to this, and, and I find so beautifully profound, is that, again, we speak of metta as friendliness, as goodwill, as loving kindness. We could also simply speak about metta as non-ill will, yeah, or non-enmity, yeah. And that is, uh, it gives me shivers just to say that, it's so beautiful and it opens up, yeah, the boundlessness of this quality. It means we don't need to feel love for something or someone, but we can feel non-enmity, We can feel non-ill will, or we can cultivate that. And what a difference that makes in our own experience and in the world, when we can bring that. So, yeah, hopefully that will be helpful, both with the actual practice and um, kind of with a sense of the the boundless, the limitless um, potential of this intention and its practice. And yeah, I said it was going to be two things and there's a third. So like with other practices, um, ideally, yeah, we begin this also with body awareness or with kind of very light awareness that we've been doing. But um, if the body is, is a tricky area, then just kind of have a sense of awareness. You might open to sound as a way of opening the awareness first uh, and not necessarily come into the body if that's a challenging place uh, for you, which it may be for some of us. Okay. So let's let's settle into our posture for this time. We'll just begin the practice with attending to the posture, so making any adjustments that are needed so that the body is as supported, as stable. As grounded, balanced as possible. And then deepening 
into the sense of awareness, either through bringing the awareness into the body. So we've been doing contact areas and then a wider body awareness. Or through opening to the soundscape, the field of sound. Just inviting the awareness to stretch out, to open to the sounds that are arising in the environment. So in order to keep things simple, I'll I'll be referring to body from now on in this guidance, but if you're working with sound, just kind of do a little translation. And adjust it. So we're just establishing that sense of awareness, which is both open spacious and also uh, grounded. If you're opening awareness through the body, it can be helpful to have a sense of a bubble or cocoon of awareness just surrounding the shape of your body. So the space is defined. And with the sounds, you can also have a, a space, a sense of a defined space. It'll be larger. can still have a sense of definition to it, maybe to the furthest sounds you can hear now quite clearly. So this is going to be like our canvas for the practice, this sense of awareness, quite open, yet defined, and sensitive. Alive.
So we're opening that space of awareness and maybe through the practice we need to keep doing that. Every once in a while. Open it out to feel that sensitive, alive space. Quite expansive and yet also kind of clearly defined. Taking just a few more moments with this, just to see if we're including a multi-dimensional sense of this space of awareness. So it includes kind of the area in front of our body and back to the sides. And within that space of awareness, gently opening to that metta intention, intention of friendliness, goodwill, non-enmity. Letting, inviting that intention to be present, to be felt in the space of awareness. The space of awareness wide and intention of metta present within it. Gently invite into awareness without pressure. Invite into awareness a being towards whom it feels relatively natural, easeful. to feel an intention of friendliness, a friendly intention. Someone for whom it's relatively easeful 
to wish well. Taking your time, allowing someone to arise. Sometimes it can take a little bit of time. Remembering also we don't get it, we don't need to get it really, really right. It doesn't have to be the best being. Just anyone for whom it's relatively easeful and natural accessible, to wish well, to feel friendliness and care. It can be helpful to generate an image of that being or a felt sense of how we feel when we are around them, if that's helpful. And to gently, gradually begin to wish them well through the phrases, either those I offer, those that you know, or an image or a felt sense. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be safe and well. May you live with ease. May you be happy.
May you be peaceful. May you be safe and well. May you live with ease. So finding your own rhythm and pace with the phrases much as possible keeping the space of awareness wide and a sense of the being that's receiving the intention of metta alive. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be safe and well. May you live with ease.
May you be happy. Peaceful. Safe and well. May you be at ease. Awareness wide and open. And if possible, taking time now to let go of this easy personal being. And bringing the intention of metta towards yourself. It's too difficult, stay with the easy being. If it's possible, just bringing that sense of metta towards yourself. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be safe and well. May I live with ease.
May I be happy. Peaceful. Safe and well. May I live with ease. Continuing to direct the metta intention towards yourself over and over. Letting this intention fill the space of awareness. Vibrate within the sense of awareness. And gradually also spread out, radiate out beyond the particular definition of the space of awareness. Including everyone here on this retreat space, whether at Gaia House or at home. Having a sense of all of us. Sharing that intention to be happy and at peace. To be safe and well. And to live in the world with ease. So radiating out May we all be happy May we all be peaceful May we all be safe and well. May we live with ease.
May we all be happy and peaceful. Safe and well. May we all live with ease. And letting the intention of metta spread even further out into the world, radiating in all directions. May all beings be happy and peaceful. May all beings be safe and well. May all beings look after themselves with ease.